If you're saying that your partner doesn't give you enough affection, enough attention, enough attraction, enough compliments, then guys, this episode is for you. Because it's not about blaming, it's not about pointing the finger, but it is about being honest with the fact that your partner isn't actually serving you right now in the ways that you need them to. Guys, I understand how uncomfortable this subject is to tell your partner, hey, you don't make me feel sexy. Hey, right now, you're not giving me the attention that I need. I get it, I understand how uncomfortable that is going to be. So today on Relationship Theory, Tom and I, my husband of 20 years, discuss this very thing and how on earth you bring up this subject, how on earth you talk about it with ease and how on earth you don't make someone feel badly about it. You don't blame, but that you do actually communicate the problem. So let's do it. Let's dive in right now to Relationship Theory on Women of Impact. If this episode brought you value, guys, I really do request that you share, you tell your homies about it, and you do rate and review. That is such a big importance for podcasts and for me. So if this did bring you value, I really, really do hope that you can subscribe and you tell your homies and leave a review. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Relationship Theory. I'm your co-host, Tom Bilyeu, and I'm here with my beautiful wife, who I had a very lovely weekend and especially evening with last night. Lisa Bilyeu, what is up? Hello, baby. How are we doing? Good, how are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. Question from Facebook from Mia Lavoie. I feel more authentic when I'm with my boyfriend, but less of my sexy self because he doesn't like me to wear makeup and isn't one for compliments when I get dressed up to go out. On the other hand, I feel like I'm dating my best friend. Sexy romance or familiarity and friendship. Oh, I don't think you have... If you have to choose, I think there's a problem. Man, I hate to be the guy beating the the hammer of um, movies and TV shows today, but have you seen Singles? The Cameron Crowe movie. Long time ago. They they touch on this. And um, uh, there's so many words that she's using that depending on which way you interpret them, it, it could be amazing. So if when she says dating my best friend, she means that like, hey, we have a red hot sex life and, and is my best friend and this is amazing, but doesn't necessarily enjoy me. Um, you know, dressing up and putting on makeup, which is not his thing for whatever reason. Like he's more into like, let's say laid back natural beauty. And so he's lavishing her with like praise and attention. Isn't one for compliments. Period. No, because he doesn't like me to... when I dress up? He doesn't like me to... Yeah, exactly. Because he doesn't like me to wear makeup and isn't one for compliments when I get dressed up to go out. Right. So, but imagine he is one for compliments when she just like wakes up and she's, you know, totally natural. And he's like, oh my God, like you look amazing and you light me on fire. So it is really hard to know the truth. So I'll just paint two scenarios. Scenario one. He makes her feel sexy, beautiful, all of that, just in a way that is unique to him, but, but doesn't... not how she interprets. Or mm, it's... Not what she wants to... What makes her feel sexy. Right, that's a good point, yeah. So if that's true, then as long as... She, like, I think people need to feel attractive. Uh, guys and girls, by the way. So I think that's important. If she's not feeling that, then that aha like as you were saying like you don't have to choose there is a world where you can date somebody who feels like your best friend and they make you feel sexy and attractive and all of that so just know that that's not something that you have to give up now on the flip side if he never compliments never makes her feel beautiful or sexy 
run in the opposite direction yeah. as fast as you can. Yeah. Like dating, dating your best friend, which eventually becomes your roommate, yeah. is just like danger on the highest order. You can survive that maybe in the early days of your relationship, but humans just aren't wired for that. Unless you're asexual, which, by the way, is a real thing. And so, hey, more power to you. Mm. Um, but unless you're both on that same page, like that seems like a recipe for disaster. Yeah. So I think um, feeling raw sexual attraction is absolutely critical. Yeah, because for me, um, dressing sexy. So we went away this weekend. We went out to a club and... I dress sexy and I put on like red lipstick and I did my hair and I put like, you know, really made an effort and it makes me feel a certain way. So I want that, right? I want to feel good about myself. I want to have um, healthy self-esteem. And if I was always walking around in my pajamas, even if you didn't care, I would feel something about myself. And so I absolutely, I don't just dress for you. I dress to make myself feel a certain way. And if I didn't do that, or if I didn't get a positive response for you, from you, or you were just like, I don't like it when you dress like that, that would be a real problem for me. Because these are the tools and tactics I use to give myself self-esteem, to make myself feel good about myself. Because I can't just rely on you, right? If I just always got my self-esteem based on whether you were giving me compliments or not, I think that's a disaster. I have to work on that by myself. Um, I can't rely on you for that solely. I absolutely look at you for that, but not solely. And so there are times where like I even painted my nails red, like I wanted to feel a certain way. So I, I do things for myself to make me feel that good. So yeah, if you were just negative towards that all the time, that's not something that I could give up um, because it leads to something, right? If it's, it may seem simple and um, basic at first, like just so don't dress sexy. Like if he still loves you, he loves you. But to me, there's a knock-on effect. And like I said, I use it as a tool to make myself feel a certain way. And if I didn't have that, now you're kind of asking me to be something or someone I'm not. And then I think that causes trouble. Yeah. So. Um, oh, and um, Mia replied saying, not a big, big, not big on compliments, period. LOL. <sighs> Oh, um, so the, well, I know. Well, the question is: is um, has she even has has she had a discussion with him? Right, because me and you, we always say communication. Like, have you, Mia, actually said to him, like, look, this is how I feel, and when you don't give me compliments, is it because you're not thinking it, or you're like, for instance, you're always busy, always. So there'll be times you won't even think about something. That doesn't mean that you. If I didn't bring your attention, like, babe, look over here. Like, what do you think of this? You wouldn't be like, oh, my God, that's amazing. But I don't take it personally that you may not notice. So is it that he just doesn't notice or is it that you've discussed it with him and he really is adamant and just doesn't care? Like, those are two different things Also, as well. so here's just a, a tactic. I'm going to assume that this guy is an amazing human being and he's, I mean, best friend is a big right, word Right, because she feels so comfortable with him. Super good yeah, dude, right? Yeah. So now we've established super good dude. There's a tactic that I had to realize early in our relationship where it wasn't enough for me to look at you and think like, whoa, she looks good. I had to externalize it. And I literally had to teach myself that to externalize, to really take the time. Every, every time I thought it at the most random weird times. And if it wasn't appropriate to say out loud because we're in a group that I would shoot you a text mm -hmm. and be like, you look really good right now. Like yeah, for whatever that, reason, yeah. like whatever, th your hair, your boots, your shoes, your pants, like <laughs> the smile, your laugh, like 
I would just externalize it, externalize it, externalize, externalize. Because it, one, good that I felt it, right? That's just, it's super protective of the relationship that I, I have that feeling. But then to marinate in the emotion for a little bit longer by externalizing it, saying it to you, writing it to you, that's also good for me. And then most importantly, if I don't externalize it, you don't get to receive that and feel that. Now, mm. beauty is a transient thing. So let's all be very, very clear that this is a game of youth and that it changes and evolves as you go. And you've got to change and evolve with it so that you're not just prizing. But let me tell you, I'm going to be a sexy 80 year old. Right, right. It's exactly where I'm going. Mm. So you've got to like evolve that so that as you go and change, mm. it's like, that you find you as the person looking at the other person, find like the beautiful things in them that you continue to externalize mm -hmm. and attach yourself to those to marinate in those feelings. So, and that the other person that you can internalize that you're changing so that it becomes more about elegance and um, refinement as you get older and look and that may change as we actually age and I think, oh no, there actually is opportunities for something entirely different. But People need to understand that I'm not just saying, hey, you, it's all about finding somebody hot and or that you're talking about self-esteem from the perspective of, oh, you've got to feel sexy now. Like, that's not it. It's you've got to find those anchor points in you throughout your ever evolving life. Mm -hmm. um, but to feel it, externalize it, make the other person feel good about it is the critical path. Right. And I'm just going to also add to that, um, understand each other's love language, right? Like, so has she said hey, like when I dress like this, I'm actually looking for this. Now, I don't want you to fake it, but I like to feel sexy. And I like to think that um, you see me as being sexy because it makes me feel like this. So if you're thinking, oh, I'd love to hear it or, you know, because let's face it, if you say to me, baby, you look so beautiful, I'd be like, oh, like I'd be really touched. But if I said to you, baby, you look beautiful, you'd be like, huh? Right, like I know your language is... Um, Oh, you look strong or I was so curious to see if you'd get this right. Um, you're yeah, I mean, like I call you my hero. You're my knight in shining armor. Because and I use those words because I know what that makes you feel, right? It makes you feel like you're my protector, and that's something that you pride yourself on. We've spoken many times about you being the alpha of the family. I want you to be the alpha. So when you act like the alpha, I want you to know like how I feel about that. So saying, um, you know, you're my knight in shining armor or you're my hero, it's much more deeper on in my mind, right? It's like all these other things that kind of combine. But if I was like, Oh, like your, mu I guess your muscles. Yeah, you'd like me saying that. So say, I don't know where hey, I'm going hey, there. Hey. Um, right, but just understanding each other's love language sure. and how other people interpret um, interpret and, things. And mad shout out to Vanessa Van Edwards. Love language technically is a little bit different. Like it's touch or yeah. words or you know whatever. Like that's the the language of love. But then also understanding like. What are the things that that person values themselves for? Right. Right. So strength, beauty, intelligence, humor, like whatever mm -hmm. that thing is. And really want to reinforce what you said. It's got to be authentic. So you can't fake the funk. And by the way, if somebody, if you're in a relationship with somebody that doesn't find you attractive, run. Like that's a bad place to be.